This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm Ben Dominich. I'm Ainsley Earhart. I'm Trey Gowdy, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, September 8th, 2022. I'm John Saucier. There are very few human beings who come through this earth and have an effect on almost everybody, but one of them, arguably, is Queen Elizabeth II, who passed away at the age of 96. Her reign lasting 70 years, touching all corners of the world, even here in the United States. Well, there is no one else like her. So this sorrow, this period of mourning, Um, And this gratitude towards the Queen goes so far beyond just the UK, and it really reaches every single corner of the globe. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. Hey folks, it's your man Keyshawn Johnson here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you, it's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. The Queen has passed away, and this is what the announcement sounded like on the BBC. A few moments ago, Buckingham Palace announced the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. The palace has just issued uh, this statement. It says the Queen died peacefully at Balmoral this afternoon. The King and the Queen Consort will remain at Balmoral this evening and will return to London tomorrow. For someone who spent their whole life in front of the whole world and to remain universally loved is an accomplishment in itself. The Queen celebrated her Platinum Jubilee in June of this year, which is um, marks 70 years on the throne. And that was not only to mark the longest reigning British monarch, but actually the longest reigning monarch on Earth. We're joined today by former head of politics and communication at the British Consulate General of New England, Shannon Felton Spence. That was monumental, and it was a joyful occasion. I was over in London. Um, The energy was amazing. The streets were full with people shoulder to shoulder just out to celebrate her. And I was really struck by the love for this woman and what she means to her country. Um, And, you know, 
I can't tell you how many American friends I had that went over to celebrate the Jubilee in June. Um, people were coming from all around the world to celebrate her and show her that they love her. Um, so it is, it's monumental. And I remember thinking when I was there in London for the Jubilee, um, I, you know, we have to be honest with ourselves that this is the last Jubilee that we'll get with her because she's 96 years old and, um, and, and we're not going to get another one. Jubilees only come every 10 years. And um, even even realizing that in the moment and seeing all of the people there, and I had a moment where I just thought, oh, you know, we're not going to get another one. It's that's it's really too bad. Today just took me down. All day I have just been, you know, just so. Um, it, it's just it's sad. Uh, she is the, not only. I, I feel like we can't. She's not only the most famous woman in the world. I mean, everyone knows who the queen is, but she is literally the head of state for over 50 nations in the world. That is just remarkable. There is no one else like her. So this this sorrow, this period of mourning um, and this gratitude towards the queen goes so far beyond just the UK. Um, and it really reaches every single corner of the globe. Yeah, when you think about it, she's been on the British throne our entire lives and for the majority of the world's entire lives. And I think part of the sadness comes in when you think about what is the world look like without Queen Elizabeth II? I mean, we don't we haven't seen the world like that. And that's just it's not only a big change, but it's kind of uh, getting into the unknown going forward, whether she affects us personally or not. Now, here in the United States, obviously, we are in a democracy. We have a president. We have the legislative branch. We have the judicial branch. But for some reason, we are obsessed with the royal family. And we hold Queen Elizabeth II in a very high regard. I mean, the statements are pouring in all throughout the day from President Biden, former President Trump, former President Obama. I mean, you name it. The who's who of American politics were reacting to this. And Shannon, why is the United States so obsessed with the British family and this queen in particular? Basically, we should we should step back and, and realize that um, we are a quite young country. So, you know, only 250 years old um, and we are literally born of um, the UK. Um, and although I believe in American democracy and there is a reason that we are set up the way that we are, we don't have it. And so it's interesting to us. I've been wrestling with the same question all throughout the day. It's like, why do we care? Are we romanticizing the British throne? Is it because we like to watch the drama? Or is it because we actually have a genuine stake in not only these people's lives, but the lives that they affect? I think it's both. So first of all, I think that they have a figure in their monarch that is non-political, flies above sort of all of the workings of day to day. And no matter war, economic crisis, any of the troubles that um, face a country from year to year, from day to day, they have a figure that they can look towards and just sort of know through her strength and stability and quiet dignity that it's all going to be okay. And I think especially for Americans, there's something so interesting about that. You look at what our country is going through over the last couple of years, and we certainly don't have that. We don't have one figure that is not political that we can look to and say, like, wow, everything feels like it's on fire, but it's going to be OK because the queen is there and the queen has a guiding hand. I always also think that she's just such a she's such a wealth of knowledge for the prime ministers. So 
Um, only two days ago, she just um, met with the 15th prime minister of her reign um, when Liz Truss became the new prime minister of the UK. And part of the job of prime minister is that on every Tuesday, they go and have an audience, which is basically just a meeting with the queen where they talk about the workings of the day and the and the current events. And that meeting is so that the head of state, who is the monarch, is informed of what is going on. But also they use that time for advice. Um, the queen gives a lot of advice and they chit chat and they even the prime minister has that stability in their day to day workings. And when you think that the queen's first prime minister was Winston Churchill, um, back in the 50s, she has a lot to offer in in that way. So I think it's just remarkable. You know, we look at that as it's just not how our system works. And so it's fascinating. And I do want to say, so um, there was a recent poll done in the last month by the Association of Marshall Scholars and Emerson College. And they run an annual poll where they um, are assessing Americans' perspectives of the UK and the British people. And this year they asked a really interesting question. They asked, for the next generation, how important will the British monarchy be to U.S.-U.K. relations? And the data is really, really shocking. So 64% of Americans between the ages of 18 to 34 said that for the next generation, the British monarchy will be about the same or even more important to U.S.-U.K. ties. That's 64% of 18 to 34-year-olds. That's remarkable. But it's even more striking when you look at 34 to 49-year-olds. 72% said about the same or even possibly more. That's That means that it's not just about the queen. It's about the stability of the monarchy. And Americans under 50 recognize that as an important tool in the toolbox of the special relationship. 70 years on the British throne and a legacy that will live on far longer than that. The death of Queen Elizabeth II is felt by all. We're joined today by former head of politics and communication at the British Consulate General of New England, Shannon Felton Spence, who has a unique insight on not only the royal family, British politics, and what this monarch meant to the world. We also got a chance today to speak with British-born businessman Peter McMahon, who also happens to be the husband of Fox News Channel's Dana Perino. And we'll have much more coming up after this. Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. We have had the British monarchy front and center over the past 20, 30 years as well in the media. I know that there is no one moment or one thing that defines this queen. Obviously, 70 years on the throne is a long time and she's been through everything. But the first thing that jumps out to me 
uh, at least in my life, was the death of Princess Diana. Of course, this was huge and affected the United States in a big way as well. But I think that it was a defining moment, at least one of many, when the Queen addressed Great Britain following the death because she didn't really say anything for a while. And there was a lot of chatter. Why isn't she talking? But she gave such a great speech that all that chatter immediately stopped. Just last week was the 25th anniversary of Princess Diana's untimely death. So that is really uh, in the forefront of all of our minds. It was September of 1997. We remember seeing these British stoic population of people that are known to have a stiff upper lip just outwardly, openly mourning for this young, beautiful princess. And they were very upset with the queen that it took her so long um, to come out and address the British public and what the Princess of Wales meant to the world and to the UK. Since last Sunday's dreadful news, we have seen throughout Britain and around the world an overwhelming expression of sadness at Diana's death. We have all been trying in our different ways to cope. It is not easy to express a sense of loss since the initial shock is often succeeded by a mixture of other feelings, disbelief, incomprehension, anger, and concern for those who remain. We have all felt those emotions in these last few days. So what I say to you now, as your queen and as a grandmother, I say from my heart. And listen, I think that that was a low point in the monarchy for sure. That's that's just a fact, but specifically in public opinion polls. But it's one of the times in the Queen's reign where the public got to see her react as a person, as a human, as a grandmother, as a mother, other than a sovereign. And she her and Prince Philip said through that entire time, our concern is the boys. Our concern is Harry and William. And we are grandparents first. And it is the only time in her entire reign, 70 full years, that we were able to see sort of that crack in in her role. We also got a chance today to speak with British businessman Peter McMahon. Peter, you grew up in Britain, obviously have uh, an affinity towards this queen, as not only many Brits do, but really the entire world. What are your thoughts today on the passing of Queen Elizabeth II? Well, you know, I think it's a sad day. Um, not everybody is a fan of the royals. I can't say I'm a huge fan myself, but I think everybody respected and admired her. She was always there with poise, with grace. Uh, she always did the right thing and she very much did her duty. As I say, whether people agree with the whole principle of having a, a monarch, uh, that's one thing, but everybody respects her and admired the job she did. Um, and, you know, I think, uh, I think the monarchy is uh, is secure for now very much as a result of her outstanding service. Yeah, let's talk about that because the monarchy will continue on with her son, who was Prince Charles, now becomes King Charles III. How do you see him and how do you think he'll perform as the next British monarch and the next king? Well, you know, I think he's going to really have to do a good job. Uh, it's very different times now to when uh, his mother took over. In those days... Uh, People very much revered the royal family. It was simpler times. And of course, there wasn't social media. There wasn't anything like the, the press coverage that there is now. She's come through that all very well. Uh, unfortunately, the same cannot be said for her family. And uh, he is taking over from someone who did an outstanding job. And he will have to do the same if he's going to keep the royal family 
popular. Um, he's still unpopular with some over what happened with, uh, with Princess Diana. So, um, and while Camilla is very much more accepted now than she was, say, 10 years ago, uh, he, needs to, uh, he needs to step up his game. You grew up in Great Britain, so obviously the British monarchy is something that was a part of your everyday life. But here in the United States, we don't have a monarchy. We have a democracy. Yet Americans have this love for the British royal family. As a Brit who came to America, why do you think that is? Why do Americans love these people so much, and why are we so obsessed? That's a question I often ask myself. I can't really quite make it out. <laughs> I think it's because it's so different. I, I think the women like it because of the pomp and circumstance and the clothes and the the uh, just the whole scene. Um, the the idea that uh, that someone can grow up and marry a prince and become a princess uh, in theory. And uh, you know, it just it's amazing how many people go to the UK and really want to go to Buckingham Palace and hope to get a glimpse of the Queen. And, um, you know, this, this again is why I say Charles needs to step up and do a good job because uh, he's nowhere near as popular as she has been. All right. So Queen Elizabeth has unfortunately passed away. An amazing life she had. Let's look forward to the future now because her son, Prince Charles, is now King Charles III. How does this change in the throne go? Like, what are we looking forward to? And furthermore, big picture, what can we expect from King Charles? The country and the world, indeed, will go into a period of mourning of about 10 days now. And so you will not see any parliamentary business happening. Um, there will be a lot of black if people wearing black. Um, the flags will be at half staff. Um, you know, we will really be mourning the loss of the queen. And then as soon as that 10 day period is over, there's one thing that the Brits are great at, and that's just keeping calm and carrying on, as the saying goes. So they will immediately turn to um, jubilation for the new king, God save him. Um, And the queen was smart. She set us up for this transition. She has been putting him into a more public role for the past decade. And certainly in the past three or four years, we have been seeing him in more prominent roles. And that was all to get us used to seeing him in those spots. And um, people are, I think, worried um, about um, King Charles and what his reign will look like. Um, and I, to those people, I say, I don't think you need to be. Um, he, I've met him. He's a, he's a kind man. He's very, very thoughtful. Um, and he feels profoundly the sense of duty that um, is his role. And furthermore, he has been training for this role his entire life for 70 years. And he was trained by the very, very best of of predecessors, which was his mother. And she was trained by the very, very best, her father, King George. And this is what they do. They they carry on. The crown must carry on. And I think that we will we will see that um, in about 10, 10 or 11 days time. A bright outlook on what's been a very dark day for Great Britain and really the entire world with the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. Shannon Felton Spence, amazing insights from you. You've been there. You've spoken with these people. We really appreciate your time here on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.
This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.